0: Hey guys, welcome to the newest episode of Top of the Hill. A lot of stuff to go through today. We're going to start off with a Super Bowl postmortem. We're going to talk about the big game and the aftermath of that. And then we're going to talk about a couple of other NFL headlines that have been going in the news over the last week or two. Then we're going to move along to a bunch of NBA talk. Tons of storylines at this time of the year. Pretty deep into the season now. Things are starting to shape up on both sides of the NBA, both conferences, and then we're going to finish up, we're going to talk about the Blue Bloods and their lackluster performances in college basketball this year, then we're going to wrap up the show with a segment we cooked up just for you, and then of course we have to have our Top of the Hill takes. So that's our rundown, we're going to get right into it. Hello and welcome back in to the newest episode of Top of the Hill. I'm your host, Logan Hill, joined by my co-host, Tyler Kirk, and before we get started, late night, how are you doing today, Tyler? How's your day?
1: Pretty good. How about you? It was
0: good. I had to go to work and work in the ice storm, the great ice storm of Maryland 2021. It is what it is. We're back in the studio, back in our lab, getting right into it. We got to talk about the Super Bowl. It was last week. Not going to spend a lot of time talking about the game because you probably saw the game. It was the Super Bowl. The Bucks crushed the Chiefs 31 to 9. I didn't expect it. I don't think many people did expect it.
1: Tom Brady probably did.
0: Yeah, I mean, Tom Brady did. Did you see? He um, apparently he texted his team, every member of his team, every night that week leading up to the game. Just sent him a text message and said, "Very simple. it Said, we will win. We will win." And <laughs> you it worked. Have confidence. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. it worked. So they won that game. Mahomes went for two seventy and two interceptions. No touchdowns. The Chiefs only had the nine points. Interesting stat for Mahomes: four hundred and ninety-seven yards of scrambling. That means from the snap to letting go of the ball, 497 yards, almost five football fields running away from Bucks defenders, and I think that is the
1: whole story of the game if you needed one. Yeah. I mean, with their two offensive tackles out, he couldn't do anything, and I don't even know if they blitzed, like, at all. It,
0: it just got to a point where they didn't even
1: need to. Yeah, they, they really it, did it not. It was like Swiss cheese. The Chiefs' yeah. offensive
0: line was like Swiss cheese, and the Bucks pinned their ears back and yep. went to work. Brady went for two hundred one with three touchdowns, and he did get the Super Bowl MVP ring number seven, and, and he celebrated ring number seven like it was <laughs> oh, yeah, ring number one. If you haven't seen the video by now, he was go hammered. find it. He was hammered. He was okay. He was boat drunk. Boat drunk is very different. And he from probably he hasn't
1: drank in a while. Yeah, it's the not, way he well, keeps up New with England. his body. It's not the New England way. Of course well, he hasn't. No, but in Tampa
0: now and. I don't know, we were arguing about this before we started recording tonight, is it feels like Tom Brady has almost become... The best way I can put it is it feels like he's become the wonder boy for people in America. I don't know. Everybody used to hate Tom Brady. Everyone. Unless you were a Patriots fan. <laughs> now, maybe not everybody doesn't hate him. Not everybody loves him. If you don't respect him, I feel like you think he's at least cool at this point. And seeing him turn up in Tampa... On the He threw the Lombardi trophy. He threw it. Yeah. Across, across
1: a boat. To another boat.
0: And I was I was talking about it this morning. I was talking about it with
1: my parents. Do you think that was the real one? Oh yeah. I, I think so no. too. Uh, yeah, it, I was thinking to myself as he threw it, like, if that guy dropped it, yeah. it was at the bottom of the water. Yeah, I not know what kind of water. And I don't know. Mean, I but.
0: looked it up. It said that they that they use replica trophies mm. for the like uh, what would you, the celebration? I guess you would
1: call it. Maybe because Gronk was there because he dented that <laughs> one in New England.
0: Yeah, well, somewhere else I saw, I think it was on Twitter, I saw it. It was like, they're just so used to getting Lombardies that it's just, oh no, it was on a podcast I listened to. They said that it's just become a party accessory. Yeah, facts. And, but it, that was just, it, I was thinking, if that's New England, that is what it is. They have six of them. This is Tampa Bay's second yeah, trophy. Yeah. You had to know that the Tampa Bay faithful were like, whoa, yeah, be, right. be a little careful
1: with that. But be Tom's just like, yeah, put it with my other six, you know. <laughs> yeah,
0: just throw it yeah. in the back. Another thing, I I was talking about it with my parents, so I looked it up. Do you know every player gets a miniature
1: Lombardi that they get to keep if I they win not. the Super Bowl? That's actually pretty cool. I so, was wondering something about that, too. Yeah, so
0: Brady really – because I was, I was wondering because I was – they talk about how Brady is seven, yeah, but it's not yeah. like he has seven trophies. Yeah, yeah. Well, he probably actually does. And I just, just I don't know. There's ones. something that's cool about that to yeah. me. You just walk, you're friends with Tom Brady, you just go to his house. He's got, he's got <clears> seven <throat> Lombardi trophies on the mantle. Gronk was pretty quiet during the celebration. I didn't see. I saw more Tom Brady turning up than yeah, I saw Gronk, that's, and that's interesting. Especially, especially considering he had two touchdowns in the, in the Super Bowl. I know. It seems like they would have had to file a missing persons report for him the next <laughs> morning, but I guess he was on his best behavior. Well, his last
1: couple of years in New England, I feel like he changed his ways from how he began his career. He was just a party animal. Yeah. I'm pretty sure, like, after that loss to the Eagles, they, he was just, like, partying it up. <laughs> that one Super Bowl loss to uh, Nick Foles, I'm pretty sure he was, like, partying up, but I think after that, yeah. it was, like, when he slowed down. Well, I mean, we like...
0: talked about it before, before the game happened. Even if they lost, we expected to see Gronk in a –
1: Club somewhere turning yeah, off. Yeah, thanks. COVID safe. Of well, course. he has a. I'm pretty sure he's engaged now. So. Yeah, look at, look at Rob Gronkowski. He, even man. Him, look even at him. even girl, man. He's grown up too. I mean. He's
0: awesome. My favorite Rob Gronkowski story is still. Did you ever hear the story about when he was in high school and he played basketball and he was shooting free throws and it was it, his team had 68 points and he had two free oh, throws? Oh, yeah. And he, and he missed and one yeah. purposely. <laughs> he, he took the yeah. one free throw and he missed the other one on purpose yeah. so that they had 69. Grunk, total grumpy. And mood. he said, Nice. <laughs> But yeah, that's that's really all we can talk about the Bucks. They're going to be celebrating Bruce Arians having the time of his life oh, yeah. after he looked like he couldn't breathe all season. <sighs> Mr. Redface. We have to stop for 1 second and talk about the Chiefs because I think Revenge Tour Kansas City is worse than Defending the Throne Kansas City and that is very scary to think about. I saw I think it was it was a quote or something that said in the locker room after the game for like 15 minutes or whatever, they were they, their heads were down, they were upset they lost the Super Bowl. And then it turned very quickly to, we're going to get back here. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, that's what you have to do in yeah. sports, but it's just, now they have... I don't think they had the chip
1: on their shoulder this year. I yeah, think they no. were just living it up. Yeah. Like, who's going to stop exactly. us? Exactly, yeah. And no one thought that anyone could beat them, too. But... Going into next season, you have Patrick Mahomes, who's probably going to play on a whole nother level. Well, not a whole nother level because he can't get right. much. What is a whole yeah, level? Yeah, you can't really get any higher than that, but he's still going to have that extra motivation, the extra edge, yeah. like you said. And then hopefully he gets – well, actually uh, – his one left tackle is probably not going to be back for a while because he got hurt in the championship game towards Achilles, yeah. I think, right? Yeah, I think so. So he was might not Eric be back. Fisher. Yeah, Eric, Fisher, Eric so Fisher. So he probably won't be back till like, halfway through the next season. But still, by playoff time, he'll have both of it. you know, all of his yeah. offensive line healthy, hopefully. It's crazy to think. But next year could be even worse for NFL
0: defenses than it was this year. That's a scary thought. Why don't we just leave it at that? Kansas City revenge tour. Moving on to some other NFL storylines that we definitely, definitely need to talk about. J.J. Watt, a Texan no more. This week, earlier this week, he requested his release from the team, and he was granted his release from the team. And just what an end to an era. It, It has to be called an era because he was the face of the Texans more so than any player I can think of, more so than Deshaun Watson, more so than DeAndre Hopkins, maybe since Andre Johnson.
1: Like, yeah, that's
0: 100%. like has to be what JJ J. Watt. Yeah, at least a three-time Defensive Player of the Year, I believe. Gonna Aren't be they up, all back to back to back? Something like that. It was or close. There was, there was or... the one. Do you remember the one year where he scored like five touchdowns? That was the that yeah, was the like year JJ Watt. Three defensive. That yeah. Was the year of JJ J. Watt? But he's going to be looking to move on to a new team. Where do you think he's headed?
1: I think honestly, the Packers would probably be. He's either going to go to. Yeah, honestly, my first pick is probably the Packers. He grew up in in uh, somewhere in Wisconsin. I forget the exact city. And then he also played college football at Wisconsin University, University yep. of Wisconsin. And, so.
0: and I shot that down earlier in the week when we were texting about it. And I was yeah. like, there's no way he's going to Green Bay. But, I mean, if you think but, about it, they're all okay. converting. you know. I'm, I'm, I'm ready to backtrack. I'm ready to backtrack. Apparently he still trains in Wisconsin. Yeah, he does. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. He loves the cold. Bad journalism on me. Bad sports news on me. So maybe
1: it could happen. I think it would be a different story. I think if the Packers weren't where they're at, where they've been to two straight championships now, and they have Aaron Rodgers on the team, true, they're already a great team. If you add him with, you know, on that defense, they're going to be, you know, any defense he goes on, he's going to make them that much better. But, I mean, with the Packers and um, where they're at, he loves it in Wisconsin. He grew up there. I don't see why he wouldn't go there, but... Another rumor that's been floating around is that he wants to play with his brothers. Both yeah. Of his brothers that, yeah, play that's, for the Steelers. Yeah, that's the thing. He could I don't end know up there. how they would make that work, though, unless they signed him for the minimum, made some other... Yeah, and I don't know.
0: You don't really see that in the NFL,
1: so... Especially with their situation. I mean, Ben's... Probably going to retire soon. They're, they're, they're going
0: to be an interesting team to watch this offseason. Yes. I feel like they have a lot of pieces. The Them, Steelers were the Saints, talking about a lot of pieces yeah. in flux. The Saints are just screwed. Literally, the Saints I think are they'll find a way out. I don't it, know but. what the exact number is, but there is so much over the cap going into to next, next <laughs> season. It was something you could just kind of tell by looking at their numbers that this was the year. And so, I mean, that fell flat. But. Yeah. Tampa Tom. Okay, another NFL veteran that might be unhappy. Like, J.J. Watt was unhappy with the Texans. Russell Wilson. First time we've ever heard about Russell Wilson not maybe not being happy in Seattle. And I don't know. I just think that this is the new age of the NFL. Quarterbacks are moving all over the place. Have you seen that graphic? I've seen it on ESPN, on Center, on other shows probably like six times by this point. It's something like the quarterback – the quarterback's drafted in the first round from 2008 – to 2016 or seven 2016 the only one still with their current team I think it's Dak who's not under contract next year and Carson Wentz who's expected to be traded so it it made me think about think about if you're one of the teams that got their quarterback in the 2018 class or 2017 class minus Mitch Trubisky <laughs> well, and the Texans now with Deshaun Watson wanting to leave there's I just feel like there's so much, so many moving parts going on in the NFL right now. Yeah. And Russell Wilson might be done with his stint in Seattle. If he is, where do you think he goes?
1: I don't. I have no idea. I have no idea. I think he's got at least
0: another year before things would really get sour. (laughs) I think he wants some protection. Yeah. It's just it's it's a hard life for Russell Wilson. Not really. He's a great quarterback. He's a great NFL player. But think about where he was at the very beginning of his career, winning the Super Bowl, going straight back Mm -hmm. to another Super Bowl, and they haven't really sniffed that since since that
1: era. I think this whole thing is being blown out of proportion, to be honest. Yeah, it is the first time in his career that he's, like, called people out, kind of. But I watched or I listened to, like, the whole interview or whatever. He put a lot of that blame on himself, too. So I don't think it's – I think it's – only because of who Russell Wilson is, and this is the first time he's actually, like, s- spoke up about mm-hmm. it, that everyone's blowing up proportion like, oh, yeah, my God. Because they even asked him, like, do you know if you're uh, looking to be traded or anything? He said that's a Seahawks question. Like, Yeah, for sure. You know, yeah, and I, I don't know. But you're right. It? I have no idea where he would go at all.
0: Not, not a clue. Not even in the slightest. And you're, you're right, he doesn't talk a lot, yeah. so it makes sense. But it's also just the start of the off season, and people love to
1: get the yeah, exactly. trade yeah. rumors swirling. But I remember like last week, Adam Schefter said that, it was before the Matthew Safford trade, he said that his over-under of quarterbacks changing teams this year was 18.
0: Well, yeah, that's, that's when they insane. were talking about Deshaun wanting to yeah. like go somewhere else. They would talk about, well, who should make an offer for him? And Schefter would, would say something like, outside of like five teams.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, five teams. Yeah, there's go like make a call. Exactly. So, I mean, two have already changed in golf and Stafford, so I mean,
0: just to go down a wormhole for a second, I was thinking about this the other day when I was thinking about how many quarterbacks are moving around. I think with the NFL being in flux the way that it is with the Chiefs being the only ones that are kind of like a clear maybe a dynasty in the making, like a perennial mm-hmm. great team. There's no better time for the Ravens to be trying to do what they're trying to do with Lamar Jackson where they're like, I've said this before, where they're zagging when everyone else is zigging mm-hmm. because the NFL is kind of wide open right now. It's not like there's is, three yeah. teams in the AFC and three teams in the NFC and it's going to be those guys every mm-hmm. year. With so much movement, so much stuff going on, if the Ravens were going to run to a Super Bowl with this style of play,
1: it would be nice. maybe this yeah. is the
0: time. Yeah. So, I mean, that'll just be something to watch as guys go to different places and mm-hmm. things change. But I'll pull us back out of that wormhole. I don't really have <laughs> anything else in the NFL. Did you have anything you wanted to touch on before we move along to
1: some other stuff? Other than if you're a Texans fan, God bless you. Pick a new team. Pick a new team, Hold honestly. We won't hate on it. Honestly.
0: Everything is going wrong. Yep. Everything is going
1: wrong. Even if you won't get to the Chiefs, we're not going to call you bandwagon fans. Maybe if, a little bit, but... <laughs> <laughs> hey. If
0: you're a Texans fan, odds are you might be an Astros fan. This is karma. And a Rockets fan. And a Rockets fan. <laughs> <laughs> that is karma. Karma. Uh, Asterix, World Series. yep. let's wrap the NFL on that. Never thought we'd wrap the NFL talking about baseball, but I like <laughs> it. We're gonna move on. We have to talk about the association. the National Basketball Association James LeBron James with the rejection Alrighty, getting into some NBA talk like I just prefaced on the other side of our great LeBron James sound. Let's start. Vintage Carmelo Anthony. Carmelo, he's probably, if I had to make a list, probably one of my top 10 favorite players. Maybe maybe not of all time. I don't know. Maybe of all time. I really have always liked Melo. Maybe it's just because he's from Baltimore. But 24 points against the 76ers the other night, including 17 of those 24 in the fourth quarter, pretty much helped them win the game. Pretty much helped the Blazers knock off the 76ers. And then the next night or the next game, he had 23 against the Cavs. Him and LeBron are the only ones left from that 2003 NBA draft class. The top of that class, historically good, it was LeBron. And then the Pistons slip up with Darko. But then it was (laughs) D. Wade, Melo, Chris Bosh. I think Wade went fourth. Yeah. Yeah, so it was Melo, D. Wade, and then Bosh and
1: so on. There was a bunch of other good players in that class. I think D. Wade went third and Bosh went fourth. Right? Or no? Uh,
0: I think Melo went third. Melo went
1: third. D Wade went fourth, fourth and then Bosch, Bosch fifth went fifth. Yeah. Something
0: like that. Yeah. Very, very good class. I Either mean, way, those four were yeah. in palliative. And <laughs> you saw you saw LeBron D. Wade and Bosch team up together at yeah. one point. So that was awesome. But Carmelo Anthony, it's crazy that he's still going because back when he played for the Thunder, I feel like people kind of thought that was the end of his days. Yeah, yeah. That was just he was kind of a good player. It was him, Russ, and Paul George. Paul George and he was very clearly the third guy yeah. of that trio. so
1: It just did not fit it's, at
0: all. I like the role that he's found with the Blazers. Double yeah. zero, James Bond, double seven, <laughs> Carmelo Anthony. Always going to be one of my favorite players. Very cool to see him still doing these things. in it's year 18 for him too, right? Yes, so, sir. I mean, that's the talk about LeBron all the time. He's doing the things that he's doing in year 18. Melo's not too shabby either. I think yes. he's now officially 12th on the all-time scoring list, mm-hmm. at least for the regular season. Very awesome. I mean, do you have anything you wanna say about Carmelo? This is the we're a Carmelo Anthony Stan podcast. I'm putting <laughs> it out there now.
1: Yeah, I mean it just really shows you the long longevity of those two guys. I mean, D. Wade was still, you know, putting up average stats mm-hmm. his last two years or so in the league, but obviously his time came to an end. And yeah. then you have LeBron who's leading the M V P candidate, which we'll get into later, and then you have Carmelo, who, even though he's coming off the bench, like you said, he put up 24 and then 23, still making big plays when, when needed.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And the difference for D. Wade is that he spent more time in college. Melo played the one year in college. Mm. LeBron came right out of high school. Mm-hmm. So that's why they're still able to be going after you've seen D. Wade retire. And then, I mean, Chris Bosh, just medical stuff derailed yeah. his career towards the back half. I think he'll always – he was the only one left in Miami – I think he mm-hmm. was still in Miami after D. Wade left Miami, so he'll always kind of just be a heat legend for the role that he yeah. played in those finals and stuff. For sure. Moving along to some of our other storylines for the NBA, free Bradley Beal. <laughs> free Bradley Beal. The guy, mm. I don't.
1: where do we even begin? Leading the league in points per game. Yes. 32.8.
0: Leading the league in points per game. And day. they're
1: tied worse than the NBA with a 6-17 and 17 record. So,
0: I don't think when
1: they dealt John Wall for Russell Westbrook,
0: anybody took a look at that trade and was, oh, the Wizards could be a contender in the East yeah. now. Because I feel like the best way I can sum it up is if you have Russell Westbrook on your team now, it's not that you don't care about winning, but it's almost like that you don't care about winning. He's yeah. not a, He's not a star... To the point where it's going to take you to the deep playoffs. into the playoffs. Yeah. He's going to get his numbers. He's going to be fun to watch. He could have a triple-double and your team could lose by 10 or could lose by 20. Yeah. So, with I mean, they had that big win against the Nets, and we'll talk about that in a little bit when we get to the Nets because they're sort of a dumpster fire, but not really. <laughs> yeah. But just getting back to Brad balling. If he's not an All-Star this year, there shouldn't be an I'm All-Star game. I'm pretty sure he game. leads uh, so the NBA in That's good.
1: So he should definitely be an but All-Star cuz he was snubbed he got snubbed, snubbed last, last, year. last year. I'm pretty sure he finished the a, a year like top 5 in scoring. I think he was second. I yeah, think he finished yeah, the year insane. second in and he didn't uh, That's just that's Especially just, in the East yeah. not making it the to problem, the uh, again, The problem again the problem
0: for him comes into his
1: team's success because yeah, but still, I, That shouldn't play a role in the All-Star voting. Yeah, I don't think it, it should. I really don't think it should, but
0: Okay, but before we we just said he leads the league in scoring. Where would you – the Wizards are probably not going to trade him. But let's be NBA fans for a second. Where would you like to see him go?
1: This is tough. I yeah. really don't know. I mean, because if you think about the contenders in the West, you got the Lakers, the Jazz. I mean, the Lakers could for sure use them. But it, like, would be, yeah. do they it would be crazy to see
0: him go to the Lakers. I just don't think that's a realistic possibility. Yeah. I don't why, think they, they have a good thing to. in place. Yeah. Why would they even try? And to mess the that up? same
1: thing with the Jazz. They have a good. They're number one in the West right now. Like, why would they mess that up? In I've, the East, you have mm, the Celtics. Who I mean, they. I guess he's they could, not go but no, He's not going to go to I've there. heard a
0: rumor, here or there, about the Bucks, and I mean that would be kind of that interesting be, to see yeah, him and Giannis play together. I don't see that either. But then you're taking the ball out of Giannis's hands. Yeah. So, I don't know. I just don't. I don't, don't want to see this man keep wasting away yeah. years of his career. It's
1: sad because I think if he did get traded, it would be to another bad team. Yeah, and um, you know? it's
0: just, and it's it's tough to like talk down on the Wizards, but they just so haven't bad.
1: made the moves to get back into contention. No, they they're, have good young players, but they're just so bad. The problem defensively, with, okay. at least. The
0: problem with being one of those teams in the NBA that has good young players. These good young players don't win in the NBA. Yeah. And it's not like in the NFL where you're like, okay, just we'll give them a year; they'll they'll get better. They'll work together, build the chemistry up. In the current state of the modern NBA, you have to like make the move to get a superstar, and then mm-hmm. that's what vaults you into contention. It's
1: not like like the Nets. I mean, literally, literally the Nets they trade away basically, and all just their, the
0: Lakers two seasons ago when they yep. traded for AD. Yeah, they exactly. got the LeBron piece in exactly place when he trade came for, in free agency, mm-hmm. and they traded for AD to put together their title contender. Mm-hmm. The Clippers, one of those teams that's always same thing. Yeah, they the got top. Kawhi and free the agency. Same thing.
1: And then trade for Name a George. team
0: that that drafted their players to the play. Besides the Jazz, the Jazz might be the only one right now. Yeah, Gobert and Donovan Mitchell. But we're also going to get to the Jazz in a second. Let's finish up. What do you think the future holds for Bradley Beal? Both okay. I'm going to give you two two questions. At the end of this season. How do you think the rest of this season plays out for Bradley Beal? If you had to speculate, because why not? It's late night. Let's speculate a little bit. Where does the rest of the season go? What does the future hold for him? Because he's still relatively young. Like there's yeah, still like, years what, 27, to 28. His I want to say he's 28. I'm gonna double check it right yeah, now. Yeah. I mean, they're gonna
1: they're gonna finish bottom of the league for sure. He's 27. He'll be 27, 28 yeah. this year in June. Yeah. I mean, that's just crazy. And I feel like he's been around forever too. That's the thing. But I, they're not going to be good. They're going to be a bottom five. They're going to finish the season bottom five, probably, in the league. Their defenses are so bad. Mm-hmm. And I, I really don't know because for the last couple of years, Bradley Beal has just said, like, I want to stay with the Wizards. Like, they're my team. I want to he, – he's kind of like Damian Lillard in a way where yeah. he doesn't want to – he doesn't want to go to a, a super team and win that way. He wants to win in his own way. And But the thing yeah. that sucks about that is – the other teams that are in contention are all super teams, like you said, like the Nets, the Lakers, you know, all of them. Well, and that's They're and that's like, literally what the problem has become because yeah.
0: you can't hate that guy, the guy that's like, yeah, I want to build but,
1: this. Let's. But that let's people build it are going to pack them at the end of the day for not having a ring. It's never going to at least the with the
0: modern NBA, unless something drastically changes where teams don't build these super teams with the stars. It's not going to work. The drafting your guys and just trying to put a team together. Honestly, you, gotta ha- you
1: have to go get a piece. Yeah. Honestly, I think the super teams come to an end when LeBron retires. Honestly, <laughs> no, I'm being like, oh, okay, there's yeah, still gonna no, be super I, teams, no, but understand. like, it's I not gonna it. be to the extent to what it is right because, now. Because, because we'll get we'll get, into that we'll get there. You know who LeBron we'll, yeah, is. Yeah, we'll get there.
0: But because everybody is chasing LeBron, yeah, it might not sound like
1: it's true. It is. If you don't want to believe it, that's fine. But it's true. You're not gonna beat LeBron by just. Drafting young players, like you said. I, oh You're my not. goodness! This, is,
0: uh, I sat down and did this theory one day about about KD and about like what made him go to the Warriors, and we'll get into this <laughs> on another podcast at another time. Yes, but we will. It's basically I'm gonna put it this way: he went to the Warriors to beat LeBron. Yeah. That was what. That was why. And he that's went to the why Warriors. they recruited him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like. And so, exactly. I mean, that was just like two two birds. Two birds, one stone. I yeah, think that's the phrase, guess, two birds, yeah. one stone. KD had a vendetta against LeBron. i probably never say. admit it. I bet he'll admit it on his burner. Yeah. Let me find it. <laughs> the Warriors had a vendetta against LeBron for the 2016 finals. I mean, you heard the clip. Yep. Blocked by James. Again, look, we don't have time for that tonight. Another <laughs> podcast, another time. <sighs> Free Brad. Let's move along. The Brooklyn Nets. The dumpster fire. Kind slash of. Slash. Halfway awesomeness that is the Brooklyn Nets. So let me just give you these these statistics real quick. We, we like statistics. They're top two offense in points per game. Great. I mean, that's a great team. The bad news? All right, it's the good and the bad. The bad news, they are bottom three in points per game allowed defensively. Not a great formula if you want to be the team that comes out of the East. Nope. <laughs>
1: yeah, um... I mean, if you're a Nets fan, you love to watch them play. They're exciting, but they also, they also just piss you off because it's like <laughs> yeah, I mean, if, you, if you look at all the teams that are like bottom 10 in points per game allowed, they're all teams that are out of the playoffs well, right now. Let me go through this for you real quick. Since I pulled the numbers
0: since January, I think it was January 22nd, here's f- I'm just going to point out these four losses that the Nets have. They lost to the Detroit Pistons, 122-111. to 111. They lost to the Washington Wizards 149-146 to in what was a comeback of epic proportions. And then, okay, I'm going to pause right there because I just said epic proportions. This is how epic proportions it was. Russell Westbrook (laughs) hit the game-winning three. Literally, it was like if you watch the finals when Danny Green had that wide-open three that could have (laughs) won them. It was like game five or something. The Heat ended up winning it. The ball got passed to Danny Green at the top of the key. He was nobody within a Wide mile open, of him. Yeah. In 2K, they used to say he could have read a book cover to cover. Danny Green could have read a book cover to cover. He pulled up that three. Nobody in America thought that was going in. Not a single person. I was sitting there, Lakers fan. I was sitting there. I went, oh, no. And then it hit front iron, and then they threw that. They pissed that game away. Yep. But, okay, back into it. They also had a loss to the Cavaliers, 125-113. to 113. Colin Sexton tore them up. Literally tore them up. That was Warren's first
1: game, I think, too. Wasn't I believe so. Yeah. I believe so. He was wearing
0: not, he was wearing Kyrie's jersey number and wearing Kyrie's and he put forty plus on him <sighs> and they beat him. They also had a loss to the Philadelphia 76ers and Sixers are a very good team. I think mm-hmm. they're first in the East right now. Yes. But that's that's what my issue is with that game is you want to be the team that's the top of the East if you're the Nets, and you lose to the the big guys, the yeah. big guns, you lose to Joel Embiid, Ben Simmons. <laughs> But let's just let's just go into it for a second because this has been the question all the time. It's all this offensive firepower, but who's going to play defense? Mm -hmm. And I think you've been seeing that. Of course, KD's been in and out of the lineup with with a COVID issue. He got pulled like in the middle, second or third time now. Yeah, he came back tonight. They beat the Warriors, um, but he got pulled out in like the third quarter of a game or something like that. But it's just weird. Do you think they get it figured out? Because they don't have, they don't want to be top five in defense, but they need to be better than bottom three. No, I don't. You don't think this is something no. that gets worked that out? That was
1: that was my issue with. I didn't. Well, as a Lakers or as a LeBron fan, I would say yes, I wanted them to trade for Harden, kind of. But as a, if if you were a Nets fan, I just didn't think that trading for Harden was logical because you had, you gave away three good young, def, uh, good players. Who were all good on defense. You gave away, um, Karis Levert, Jared Allen, and uh, Prince or Torian Prince. Torian Torian Prince, yeah. And Jared Allen was a stud on defense. That's the center position. Karis Levert, he was putting up 18 points per game. Yeah, he was one of the the best
0: younger underrated players in the. And you gave those two
1: players away, and you bring in James Harden. Like, great, he's he can put you up 35 points compared to the Karis Levert's 20. But. Was he gonna do in defense? Yeah, um, and that and that's like a narrative that has shifted
0: because Harden doesn't give up on defense like he used to give up on defense. But no, he's not, but he's still he's not, not an at, All Pro defender. Yeah, Kyrie not an All Pro defender. No, KD, KD's their best defender, and he was in and out of the lineup. So yeah, exactly. I don't know. But I just all in, I'm all I'm gonna say is if the Nets don't make it to the finals, I don't think it's a wasted year. I do. But at the same time, what other team from the East would you rather see go to the finals? Would I, I rather honestly, see? Honestly, okay, honestly, I don't even want to see the Bucks in the finals. I don't think it would be good basketball. I don't either. I don't think they have a formula to go to the finals. I think the Sixers would Sixers, be an Celtics. interesting team to watch this year, just based on how good they've been playing and Bede's been mm. playing at an MVP level. We're going to get into that later, too. Oh, my goodness, we need to stop spoiling so much. <laughs> the Celtics are going to be a team that's up yeah. there with Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. Kemba Walker, I guess. Kemba's been been lackluster. Yeah, yeah, unfortunately. But, I don't know. It's still relatively early in the season. You hope that the Nets figure it out. Yeah. Moving on to another team from the East, however, that actually did go to the finals last year. We have to talk about the Miami Heat. As of the recording of this podcast, they're playing right now, so... But currently they're I think they
1: now they lost to the Jazz. Did they end up losing to the Jazz? So that twenty points.
0: That would make them eleven and fifteen on the season. Yep. They ran to the finals last year. They were the fifth seed last year, so it's not like they were a one seed, like a powerhouse won sixty some games,
1: but there were still fifteen games coming
0: into this season, you really expected them to kind of be not the top dogs, but one of the top yeah, top
1: three team, top four team.
0: So just, just very surprising, and Jimmy Butler has, has been in and out of the lineup, like KD was out of the lineup. He's missed 12 of their 25 this season. What do you think, and, I mean, you don't live in Miami, so you don't get to watch the heat on an every-night basis, but what do you think is the difference between this year and last year?
1: It's hard to say. I mean, there's, that's, the thing is, they're such a young team still. Mm-hmm. So not that last season was a fluke by by any means because they were a good team. But I don't know. Yeah, I don't I know. Just the, don't, the only thing I that don't.
0: that I've seen is that I think I don't know where I saw it, but Bam came out and said that after their run to the finals, people were kind of not just looking past him anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if they're planning for it, yeah. Jimmy Butler and Bam. Great players. There's and Bet Bam's been. It, there's better superstar here, too. duos in the league yeah. that can beat you. And
1: the thing is, it's like, even. So Jimmy is like their emotional leader. You know, mm-hmm. he and he's. I'm pretty sure he's one of the oldest on the team right now. With and he's only like what. Hey, don't
0: don't forget about my man Udonis had No, I one. know. I'm I'm
1: just saying he's like one of <laughs> these. Just kidding. I think it's him, Drogic, and and Butler, Gordon Drogic. Yeah, something know, like yeah. that. But Kelly um,
0: Olenek's old now too. That's true. I mean, yeah. It's Kelly
1: Olenek. But the thing is, it's like Jimmy Butler is not your. LeBron, Steph, Kawhi, KD. Mm-hmm. He's not gonna put you. He's not gonna give you. Put you over the top. Yeah, I mean, well, he's a great leader. Like he's what you just said. If you match up defend- Jimmy against any of those guys, yeah. you're probably taking the other guy. Yeah, and exactly. that's not even a knock on Jimmy. No. I love. Yeah, Jimmy I, I do too. I think yeah. he's
0: awesome. I think he's a great. But player. he's not gonna give you love his thirty-five
1: points a night. Thirty points, even thirty. No, yeah, he makes he's his impact. Give you he makes his
0: impact felt in different ways. Yeah, and exactly. not always On the
1: stat sheet, but that's a, that's the thing. Like, if a young guy like Tyler Harrow is not is having off night. He's just off his rhythm. Mm-hmm. You can't just lean on Jimmy to just be like, all right, go score. Then go play defense. Yeah. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, so I, hopefully they get it figured out. I don't know what it is about the yeah. Heat. I
1: always like to see the Heat do well. They'll make the playoffs. I think they're a the ninth seed right now. Okay, so, so yeah, right they'll, prob- the they'll, they'll
0: probably ma- end up making the playoffs, yeah. hopefully. And hopefully they can make some noise if they get there, when mm. they get there. Moving over to the Western Conference, we have one team to talk about that everybody's been talking about lately, but nobody was talking about before. If you haven't figured it out already it's the Utah Jazz. They are they beat the Heat tonight. They are best record in the NBA. We're going to say 22 and 5. Donovan Mitchell, Rudy Gobert, Joe Ingles. Okay, not <laughs> really Joe Ingles. I just he's cool dude. Comes off the bench now. Yeah.
1: He's a cool dude. Jordan Clarkson's also a, a key he's piece been for them. He's been mm-hmm. balling. He's he's averaging a career high 17.7 points per game off the bench. Yeah, so I mean that's pretty crazy. Jordan Clarkson was like one of the original pieces of, like, the rebuild Lakers after, yeah. after
0: Kobe yep. left and retired. So it's cool to see him do good yeah. in other parts of the NBA because you knew he wasn't going to be a long-term solution mm-hmm. for the Lakers, but Rudy Gobert also, in their win over the Bucks the other night, dunked all over the reigning back-to-back MVP Giannis Antetokounmpo, and just good for Gobert, man. He's, <laughs> he's one of the better, probably the best defensive center in the NBA and one of the best overall Ah, uh, maybe not best overall, but one of the top centers yeah. in the NBA, and <laughs> that's the thing with the Jazz though is the Jazz are a lot like Gobert is they're very solid, a very good team. I mean, you see it; they're first in the conference you right now. Don't talk about you just a don't lot, talk yeah. about it. Donovan Mitchell
1: is the only reason that they're, they're not really as flashy. Yeah, yeah, he's the only reason, reason they're brought up in conversation. So
0: it's just good to talk about them, and I don't know. I mean. It's hard to sit here and say now who's going to be the ones to go after the Lakers because that's what the conversation has to be yeah. because the Lakers won the title is who are they going to go up against. Mm-hmm. I don't see it being the Jazz. I just don't. I think the Nuggets can beat the Jazz. I think the Clippers, when the Clippers are right, there's two versions of the Clippers, Yeah, there really when is. they're wrong yeah. and when they're right. And when they're right, I think they can beat they're the scary, Jazz. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, not the Rockets are gone. They're not going to beat the Jazz. But um, who else is out there in the this year.
1: Uh, the Suns are the sneaky Suns? good yeah, this year because of Chris
0: Paul. The Warriors are probably not going to make
1: the playoffs, but they're awesome. Mm, they might be like 8th yeah, seed. Yeah, they seat, might sneak in on the 8th seed. I mean, they're not going to do anything in the playoffs. So, All they have is stuff.
0: I don't know. Maybe it is wide open for the Jazz to get there, but I mean, it'll be a wait and see. And that's, okay, yeah, <laughs> I mean, that's literally the NBA in a nutshell is it is a wait and see because the regular season and the playoffs are like two completely yeah. different yeah, seasons. Yeah, and that's but, I mean, that's really all of our team roundups. I mean, we wanted to shout out the Jazz just because now's the time to do it, 22-5, and five. five losses this deep into the season. Would Okay, it would be crazy if the Jazz went on some tear and they, like, rivaled – they're not playing as many games, obviously, but yeah. if they rivaled, like, the all-time win record, like 73-9, yeah, 72-10. Yeah, yeah. Win percentage, I guess. Yeah, I, I don't think that would happen. Yeah. But before we wrap up with our NBA talk, We have to spend some time talking about the MVP conversation, hotly contested. I mean, we were talking about it in our in our Twitter sports group chat all this week, and there was so I've never seen that many people typing at one time. (laughs) Now is the time. I want you to be everybody else, and I'm just going to defend LeBron James (laughs) because that's my MVP this year. I think he gets his next MVP, put it on the mantle because he is. I think he's 36. 36. He's in year 18. Yeah, I know he's in year 18. 36. So he's 36. Tell me who should be the MVP that's not named LeBron James.
1: Let's talk about it. Who you got for me? I don't know if they should be. I'm just going <laughs> to throw some players out there. Joel Embiid. Okay. He's been balling.
0: My case against Joel Embiid is, at this point for me, he's great. He's a great player. He's an epic. He's funny. But <laughs> he literally falls into that category, and this is all that comes to mind, is you're just looking for someone else to give it to that's not LeBron James. And if I, had to, if I took a deep dive into their numbers, maybe i change my, my, my stance on all of this. Mm-hmm. But this is purely based on the NBA I've been able to watch this year. And it's not like I just watched the Lakers and that's why I'm like LeBron's MVP. I try and watch as much NBA as I can. I've seen the Celtics play like four times this year. I don't even like the Celtics. They just get on my nerves. I mean, that comes being a Lakers fan, I guess. But I've gotten to watch the Sixers play a couple times, too. And and Embiid's good, but it's almost just, like, the things that I've seen LeBron do, Mm -hmm. when you have to pick out who's your most valuable player, I... I don't see a reason why not I got to watch them play the bucks, and he literally put away the bucks with two dagger threes at the end, and okay, maybe that's what's skewing it for me this year is that that has always been the talk about Lebron is like oh, he's not an outside shooter, he doesn't have an outside shot he's
1: been he's been hitting shots, he year. is like a sniper
0: when he's feeling it. It feels like this year from mm-hmm. three, so I mean that's that is why I don't think that there's anybody that gets the m v p over him I mean Nikola Jokic is doing yeah, things Jokic, yeah. that, was my other that he's one. never done before. I think it was 50 point. He had 50 points, which was a career high, like, last week or
1: something. But uh, He's, like, I don't know if he still is, but he was averaging okay. a triple-double for The a only while.
0: way I could see Jokic getting it, the only way I could see it happening is if the Nuggets go on a tear and they and finish, they finish with, a, with a better record than the Lakers if the Lakers finish, like, third in the conference or something, and then it's, like, Nuggets, Jazz, Lakers. Mm-hmm. Maybe then that happens. And then you can also argue, well, LeBron is Anthony Davis. Like, it's a great team. But it's just, when I think of the MVP, I think of the guy that's winning the big-time games and the big-time moments, and that is what LeBron James has been doing in year 18. So then why doesn't he have 18 MVPs? I know, I know. Okay, oh, but that brings me to my other point before we move ahead, because we're almost done with the NBA talk at this point. But he's not playing against... Any of these guys in the league right now. He's playing against legends. He's trying to stack his career up against, okay, one legend, Michael Jordan, obviously. Yeah, he, I mean, and that's the only one. That, he's and that's to maybe that's why I want to see him win the MVP yeah. this year so bad because, again, I've said it probably four or five How times. How many does this MJ point? have? I don't know. I'm about to tell you, but.
1: I, I know LeBron has four. I think MJ only has three. Yeah, I don't think he has m- as many league MVPs, but he has the six rings. Yeah. When you have that argument. I think LeBron's going to finish with six, honestly. That would be something. Either six or seven. He's going to go until he gets six, or at least he gets.
0: All right. I have the ESPN list of the NBA history of the MVP. We're going to go back to the 90s. Never knew it. Born 2000. Pretty sure he has three. Michael Jordan won in 1998, 1996, 1992, and 1991. So he does that four. And 1988.
1: Five-time MVP.
0: Oh. So hey, LeBron needs another one. Yeah, LeBron so needs another we'll one if you stack him up one, against yeah. MJ. So I mean, I can't. I'm to talk about it until I'm blue in the face. LeBron James, Logan Hills, two twenty twenty-one NBA MVP pick. But that is all we have for NBA talk for right now. I sort of, kind of. But let's move along. Let's talk about a little bit little bit more basketball in a different sense and we're going to talk about the downfall of the Blue Bloods in college basketball Alrighty, so what a year it has been in college basketball and what a year it has been for some of the great programs in college basketball and they have not been great this year to put it to put it bluntly I'm just going to run through these records real quick, and you stop me when you've heard enough. I have four teams here. I have Kentucky, I have Duke, UNC, and Kansas. The best record of the bunch is Kansas, and they are 15-7. and seven. All right, stop. 15-7. <laughs> and seven. Not a bad record. Not what you're not supposed Kansas, to be yeah. if you're Kansas, Duke, UNC, or Kentucky. The next best record, 12-7, and seven, UNC. From there, it gets much more bleak. Duke is a pitiful eight and eight at this point in the year. I love it. I'm a Maryland fan. I grew yeah, up a Maryland man. fan. There's two things you learn growing up in Maryland and supporting Maryland sports. You learn to love crab and Bay, and you learn to hate Duke. Even if Maryland's terrible, if Duke is worse, it's a good day. The worst of the bunch, Kentucky, six and thirteen. So, I mean, that was just record talk. That doesn't really mean anything. But what is going on? Literally, like, that's the only way I can put it is these are supposed to be the best of the best year in and year out, getting the best recruits year in and year out, and whatever circumstances is going on, it didn't work this year. It's crazy. I mean, I don't think you follow college basketball all that closely. I don't follow it
1: super I closely. I do. The I haven't primarily. been this year as much, but I know that those four teams have been – Basically, the powerhouses of perennials. Yeah, NCAA perennials. for the last what two decades yeah, so probably. I mean, Kansas I, never really makes it deep into the into March Madness. Like, I feel like the highest they get is probably final I four. I, st- eight. I still
0: have nightmares about Kansas when they beat. Pretty sure that's who Maryland lost to when they ran to like the Sweet Sixteen back when they had Mello Trimble Oh, I thought that was Jake Virginia. I don't know. Maybe I think they lost year. to Kansas because I think. <laughs> I think Perry Ellis was on oh, that team. Oh, yeah, the 50-year-old. Yeah, he was on every Kansas team for the last half decade. So.
1: He was. But yeah, that's very, a
0: very weird, and I think everybody will agree, it's been a very yeah, weird, it's weird year in college yeah. basketball. Just very, very confusing and very weird to see. But at the same time, kind of co- cool to see. Yeah, you got to love it. It's kind of <laughs> cool to see Coach K just... Down in the dumps Taking all out. the time. Yeah. I mean, we talked about uh, before we got into the show tonight about how he was like, he set up that student reporter who's just trying to do his job. And trying as a person, a who is trying to be like a reporter and has done student reporting. I'm, I have never talked to Coach K. I mean, that's. And a now lot you of don't pressure. want to. And, okay, now, yeah, I didn't <laughs> want to before because it just seems like a jerk, but that's just because I hate Duke. UNC, I would like to see UNC be really good. I mean, my dad loves UNC
1: because he's a Michael Jordan fan. Yeah, I stand, love Warren Williams, too. I yeah. think he's a great coach.
0: And then I like Calipari. Yeah. I, I always have. I don't know why I always have. I like to see Kentucky good. I like to see the checkered, the white, the blue and white checkered.
1: Yeah,
0: It's awesome. Kansas, take them or leave them. It's Kansas, yeah. the Jayhawks. The only guy I liked was, um, they have a couple guys. I'm pretty sure Frank Mason Yeah, yeah played yeah, for Kansas yeah. back in the day. And then Abuse. did... Devontae Graham played for Kansas. Yes, yes, he plays for the Hornets now, yeah. like in the NBA. I think he did play. For I feel that. like he played for Kansas. Yeah, I don't did. know. I like him, but Asabuki, it's like Uduka Asabuki. Oh, yeah, probably butchered yeah, his yeah. first name, a, but uh, he was a center. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He was I always a beast. liked him when I used to play like a lot of two K when I was younger. Like, yeah. I would always like in the custom draft classes. I would always, <laughs> always get him, and he was just like a force. Yeah. But that's neither here nor there. Weird year in college basketball. Maybe a changing of the guard of, like, the history of college basketball yeah. because the Blue Bloods are very much in transition. Gonzaga
1: is still number one, I so it's not like I mean, just think s- about it, and I don't think this surprise, will happen
0: because at this rate, like, Kansas will probably make the tournament. UNC can make the tournament. But imagine if those four
1: teams were not in March Madness, in the NCAA tournament. That would be quite a year. Well, I, I'm pretty sure this year I saw stats saying that this was the first time in, like, over 25 years that that Duke, UNC and Kentucky were all out of the top 25.
0: Yeah, that's crazy. Like the first
1: time in like 25 years. It's probably even insane.
0: honestly, probably even longer than that. yeah but that that was college basketball, a little bit of blue blood talk, you know you love to see it. We have one more very exciting segment to do. Before we do that segment, I have a couple of stats to talk about. These are a little bit of mind-blowing stats. The first one I have is I saw it this week and hopefully I'll have a story about this out on top of the hill later this week, is Calvin Johnson going into the Hall of Fame, inducted this, going to be inducted this year. His career began, I'm pretty sure he was drafted in 2008.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He came into the league after Tom Brady had won his third Super Bowl trophy. He played his entire career, all with the Lions, retired from the NFL, and is now going into the Hall of Fame. Refresh my memory. How many years do you have to be out of the NFL before you're eligible for the Hall? Five years. Five years. He's been out of the league for five years. He's going to the Hall of Fame, and Tom Brady just won his seventh Super Bowl trophy. <laughs> and it's not like it was one to seven for Tom. It was just yeah. three to seven. So, I mean, that's, that's a very a interesting stat. And then yeah. I have a couple of basketball stats for you. And I saw this one. I'm pretty sure I saw this one on Twitter. Kevin Garnett has played against both Magic Johnson and Nikola Jokic in his career. Just think about the difference the, yeah. in eras. And Garnett was one of those players that like connects those eras. Hmm. That's just crazy to think about. Like imagine you start your career, oh man, I gotta go out and face off against magic and the showtime Lakers. <laughs> I mean, I guess the Showtime Lakers. Were, yeah. But not still, really the show, like but when still, you think about magic, magic you just think and about then, the eighties. Yeah, literally. You know? And you're at the back of your career now and you're like Oh great! Now there's this new center that can do <laughs> everything. I gotta go play against Nikola yeah. Jokic tonight. Just thought that was an interesting stat. And then the last stat I have here, I heard it the other night. It was um, I think it's what's that show with Shaq and Kenny the Jet and NBA on TNT. It's like inside or the NBA, NBA or something like NBA, that. But yeah. the stat was that Draymond had five straight games. It might be over now, but Draymond had five straight games with double-digit assists, and that's just an interesting stat to me. Because I feel like everybody just trashes on Draymond at this point. Not what he used to be, very nah. clearly not what he used to be. I like the role that he plays this year. He's kind of just like, literally like Wiseman's like personal trainer. Yeah, and mentor, like yeah. And just an interesting piece
1: to have there with Steph doing the things that Steph is doing. He's still the only player in the NBA history to record a triple-double without uh, getting double-digit points. Draymond! It was like, it was like steals, uh, <laughs> rebounds, and assists. Draymond Green. And he had like four points or something. Pride of Michigan State. Yes, sir.
0: But that's all we have for the legitimate sports talk today. We're going to finish with a little bit of a fun segment that we worked on before we started recording. And we are going to do some comparisons. We're going to compare some of the faces of the NBA to some of the faces of the MCU, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And this whole segment, I created this whole segment for this one right here. LeBron James. Who do you think I'm going to say? Oh, He could be Captain America. He could be Iron Man. No. LeBron James is Thanos. He's got the gauntlet. He's looking to fill it up. He's got two more stones to get, and then he's going to snap his fingers, and the NBA will be nothing. I don't know. Literally, when I thought of this segment, I said, LeBron James is Thanos. Like, I don't know how to explain it better than if you just sit back and take a look at it is <laughs> and it's weird because he's not even like the villain. Like I feel like he's become like He was just, on the heat, but yeah, not he, he was a villain on the heat, but I just feel like he's like people root for him at this point, but it's just he's so dominant and the things that he's doing, you're not supposed to be able to do at this point in your career if you're an NBA player. So LeBron James is
1: Thanos. I'm going to let you give the next comparison. So we got Spider Donovan Mitchell as Spider-Man, which yeah, I, I mean, mean his nickname is Spider, his, yeah. so you can't really
0: so that's his nickname. I mean that's a hard one, but it fits. Sometimes yeah. it just works. He we argued about this at the beginning of the show. I said he was five foot eleven. I was he like, is listed at six foot two. Probably a very generous six foot two, for being honest. But yeah. he literally is just like Spider-Man on yeah. the court. He He's cool. Some of the dunks he pulls off, yeah. some of the crazy like acrobatic hops. things yeah. he can do. I mean, there was the dunk back in the playoffs. I think it was against the Nuggets. I think the Nuggets yeah. beat them in seven. Yep. It was just like how did he do that? So I mean, that's a pretty hops. good one. Another young guy that I, that I had to point out, De'Aaron Fox. And, I mean, this guy wasn't really big in the MCU. I mean, only really the one movie. Might be coming up, though. Yeah, it might Spoilers. Be up. Spoilers. Um, De'Aaron Fox is Quicksilver. And, honestly, back in his heyday, John Wall would have been Quicksilver. But I think De'Aaron yes. Fox is even faster than John Wall. Probably, yeah. I bet he could go coast to coast in, like, I don't know what a fast time is. Let's say three seconds is, like, yeah. a really fast time. I bet he could do it and maybe even crack shorter than that. I don't know. That might not even be humanly possible, yeah. but it is 12.56 on a Saturday night, so I'm <laughs> sticking to that take. You want to take the next one, or should I take it? You're pretty strong Okay. this one, okay, so okay, unless okay, you okay. have this. Kawhi Leonard. You're like, oh, who could Kawhi Leonard be? He's all John. Literally because that man could be a robot, and I don't think it would surprise any NBA fan out there. Kawhi Leonard, <laughs> I mean, I mean, he's not Ultron in the way that Ultron was, like, very arrogant and, like,
1: in your He's face. just a robot. He's literally just a robot. He's just a robot. Literally just a robot. I'm convinced that this man just doesn't have feelings. <laughs> he just shows up, plays basketball, and goes <laughs> so, home. He hey, doesn't even sleep. He, what, he just... what more can you
0: ask for, though, Honestly. NBA player? um our next one, and we went back and forth about this, is we just we needed to have an Iron Man. Mm-hmm. We needed to have an Iron Man, and we settled on Steph Curry. And the reason that we had for Steph Curry being Iron Man is he's is the fact that he knows that he's as good as he is. I mean, just when you see him take the three pointer and just
1: start running just back t- down yeah, the court. or just turn and look at the bench <laughs> yeah. as it just splashes in, yeah. nothing. So but it's nuts.
0: just like, and that's what Iron Man by the end of his MCU days was. He's like, I'm. Look, I'm pretty I'm good. I'm Iron like, Man. I'm Iron like, Man. I know. <laughs> I'm Literally, Steph Curry. I am Iron Man. So <laughs> So I mean that that was our that was our Steph Curry comparison. I mean the and the antics and the highlights and I feel like if there was a highlight player in the MCU, it would have to be like Iron Man, just some of the stuff that he did throughout yeah. his time. Moving along, we went back and forth on this one. We almost gave it to Zion, but we decided to give it to Giannis. Giannis is the Hulk. The Greek freak, just a force. He's literally just a force. Like, how else can you describe it? Like, we have a Hulk. No, we
1: have a Giannis. (laughs) Like,
0: (laughs) no, we have a Giannis exactly. And then we also needed to have Thor. We couldn't really pick out a good Thor. We decided to go with Luka Doncic for Thor. And maybe there's a couple elements. I mean, Thor's from Asgard. Luka's from Europe. Cute. I mean, that's Tyler's take. That's (laughs) his take. You heard it. Christian Christian, agree. Christian Gonzalez, agree. known Luka Doncic stan, our number one fan. Top of the Hill's number one fan right now. He would agree. Christian, when you get to this part of the mm-hmm. podcast, just know we appreciate you. But also just almost with like, Thor kind of had like a slow rise to fame in yeah. the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Because back like when Thor and Thor The Dark World came out, it was like, oh. The like, first two movies. It's a Thor like, movie. Yeah. Wow. And then Ragnarok happened and people were like, oh, Thor's cool. So I feel like, I mean, Luca was kind of cool since he got to the league, but, I mean, Trey Young went over him in the draft, and they thought Trey Young was going to be a bigger star. But now he's just, like, one of the coolest dudes in the league. And honestly, they might even kind of look alike. Let's just, I don't know. I don't have a side-by-side, but we're going to rock with it. All right, we have two more. And got to shout out shout out Hawkeye on the podcast. He Steph Curry was originally our, Hawk, our Hawkeye just because of how much of a sniper he is. Damian Lloyd assassin and that's what i think of when i think of hawkeye is like assassin assassin, and that's what damian lillard is not not the three-point brigade that steph curry is but good in the same sense and then our last comparison we have you couldn't could not do an mcu comparison without doing captain america and we could not for the life of us think of one could not and we settled on jimmy butler and for one reason and one reason specifically What's Caps' go-to line throughout the MCU? I can do this all day. He can do it all day. And <laughs> Jimmy was the epitome of that when he took on LeBron, when he took on Thanos in the <laughs> finals. And it was just, like, I think it was game four. Yeah, maybe yeah when he dropped, like, that 40-point Yeah, he was doing everything like he could. Yeah. And then there was just that picture of him, like, hunched over, like, yeah, the, he was the side barrier. Yeah, You could just tell, like, he's in it, yep. but he has nothing left to give. And so, I mean... That Those were our MCU comparisons. We wanted to bring a little bit of fun, bring some pop culture into the show. That's really our show this week. We don't have a lot else. We have to finish with our Top of the Hill take. Can't forget it. These are about to be off the dome because I did not <laughs> even think of one before I did not we even. got into this. All right. I think my Top of the Hill take is going to be... I think it's going to be NFL off-season based. If you want to do an NFL off-season one, you can yeah. too. Yeah, probably will. My Top of the Hill take for this off-season is that... Dak Prescott stays in the NFC East, but not with the Cowboys. With I who? I, Washington football team. He followed him on Instagram. He followed him on Instagram yeah, the other that's day. True. But, I mean, who knows? What if the Eagles were just like, all right, well, Jalen Hurts isn't our guy right now. He might be. <laughs> yeah, league, but we're just going to go side Dak real quick. Yeah, right. That would be crazy. That would be nuts. The Giants don't really need a QB. Ah, depends who you ask, I guess, but... Trace would say The most likely spot is probably with the Washington football team, but my top-of-the-hill take is he stays in the NFC East, not
1: as a member of the Dallas Cowboys. I would love that, personally. Yes, you would. I would. But mine is that Deshaun Watson will not get traded, and he will not play next season. So you think he's going to hold out? Yeah, I do. So that would be quite the
0: saga, and we could be talking about that on a podcast six months from now. That would be crazy. I don't think
1: they're going to trade him. I really don't, and I don't, he might play, but I I don't think he will. Everyone is advising him not to. You have Andre Johnson. Yeah, yeah, true. I mean, it is what it is. We'll we'll find out in the
0: coming time, and we'll probably do a podcast about it. But, yep, that's our show this week. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, It was a little bit different. We wanted to have some fun with it tonight. That's our show. We're going to wrap it up. Hopefully you have a great week. Hopefully you've enjoyed listening. If you're new. Glad to have you. If you've been with us since the jump, glad you're still here. Glad we haven't made you turn, off, turn us off yet. <laughs> so that's our show. This was Top of the Hill. Peace.